and welcome to the Happy Yoga Podcast with me, your host, Joe Hutton. And in this podcast, we talk about all things yoga and all things to make your mind a happier place to live in. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this episode where we're going to be talking about non-possessiveness. So we have reached the end of the Emmas. This is the final one of the restraints. Now, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, please go back and listen to the Yoga Sutras episode because otherwise you're not going to know why I'm talking about non-possessiveness. But basically it's the uh, fifth of the restraints from the first limb of yoga from the Yoga Sutras. So if that was just nonsense to you, go back, listen to the second episode. In fact, listen to them all, but listen to the second episode if you can't be bothered to listen to them all. And we're going to be talking about non-possessiveness. So one of the things that we do as humans is we become fixated with the idea that certain things belong to us. Whether this is a another person, an idea, an identity. We believe that there's certain things that are ours and belong to us. But we also know, don't we, we know that everything is impermanent. So what's that saying? The only permanent, the only thing that's sure in life is that nothing is that everything's going to change. I've totally butchered whatever that is, but that is something like that, isn't it? That the only thing that stays the same is that everything changes. Because we know that this is this is going to sound like a really horrible pep talk, but it's not, I promise. Everything we have is borrowed. So our bodies, people that we know, nothing is going to stay the same everything is eventually going to disappear. Everything is transient. And we know this, and yet it's a really distressing thought. It's something that I think we spend a lot of time as humans in our society, in our culture, trying to push away from. I think we are rubbish in the modern world talking and thinking about impermanence. We're not very good with death. We're not very good with illness. Everything, that kind of thing happens off stage. Like for a, we're supposedly a civilized society. We do not treat our ill, ill people or dying people very well. We tend to think, oh, that needs to kind of happen to the sides of our society. We don't center people who are not what society considers completely fit and able. We don't like, as a society, to be reminded of impermanence. It's all about legacy. We build these huge buildings that are going to last. We we try and stay young forever. We, like, change our skins and or the way our faces. We have surgery. Society is completely and utterly obsessed with youth and things lasting for a long time when, actually everything we have is impermanent. So it's a little bit like trying to hold back the tide. These two things playing out. So the fact that we know 
that things are impermanent, but we don't want them to be impermanent, means that we cling and we become possessive over over things. We want things to be the same so hard that we actually ruin what we have at the moment. We don't enjoy when they do exist. We don't enjoy having them because we're so consumed with that kind of subconscious knowledge that we're going to lose them. I don't know if anyone's ever had the experience where you've been on holiday or you've been having a lovely time somewhere and you haven't actually been able to enjoy yourself because you've been trying to cling on and you've been so aware that it's going to be over soon. So you kind of have this weird thing where you're not enjoying things when things are going badly because things are going badly and you're not enjoying things when things are going well because when things are going well you can't enjoy it because you know that it's not going to last forever because you're so you're so desperate to keep things the same and what happens is we attach our well-being to things that are impermanent which is ridiculous isn't it because it's impermanent so we attach our well-being to these external factors that are always changing so it's like we're building our happiness we're building our contentment we're building our well-being on sand because we know that it's impermanent and yet we're attaching our well-being to external factors so this sounds really depressing you're like oh joe why you remind me of all this like i don't want to know that like i don't want to think about how everything's impermanent And I'm not saying that you have to think about it all the time. I'm not saying there's no point in making relationships because everything is going to end. That is the opposite of what I'm saying. What non-possessiveness is about is about being accepting. It's easier said than done, isn't it? About being accepting of change. So not clinging so hard to trying to keep things the same and this isn't just people this is also like our identities that we have around ourselves so things like our identity of being a mother our identity of being a doctor our identity of being a a good person that those core beliefs that we tell ourselves that we are those things are just an aspect of our personality they aren't the whole thing if we mistake that aspect for our personality as being the whole identity, then when that thing inevitably changes, so when our children leave home or when we retire or when we inevitably do something that we wouldn't deem as a good person, we end up having a personality crisis because that is our, because we've held so tightly to those identities as being us that when they go so that we can't be happy without them when actually those things are part of us but they aren't us and it's the same with ideas I'm sure people have had the the situation where they've been talking to somebody who has got an idea about something or about someone and they've clung onto it so hard that when that idea is challenged they become really upset and angry and they aren't able to have a conversation with anyone about anything they're not able to see the world for the way it is so they immediately reject 
anything that challenges their worldview and they end up being a really closed person and it brings a lot of suffering to them because obviously their worldview is going to be challenged all the time because everybody has different worldviews everybody has different opinions and that's not to say that you're not allowed to have worldviews and you're not allowed to have opinions and you're not allowed to have ideas and structures that you get enjoyment and solace out of it just means that don't cling to them so hard that you can't allow other things in and this possessiveness we we do it with people as well we have this idea of like our families and our family units our partners that these people belong to us and their role is to stay within the role that we've given them so when that might be an issue might be when somebody does something that that is outside of the idea that you have for that person so maybe a friend acts in a way that you wouldn't think that that friend would act and then you get upset because they've acted in a way that goes against what you think they should act like the issue is the fact that you clung to the idea of who you thought they were rather than being curious about who they are in this moment i'm sure we've all had partners or been friends with people who've had partners who have been so desperate for them not to leave or have been so insecure that they've actually pushed them away because they've like they've become suffocating because it comes from a place of fear doesn't it because we know we know this on a conscious, like on, on an unconscious level. Like we know that we can't control people. We know that we don't own them. We know that everything changes. It's that like fear of wanting to hold everything that suffocates any chance of joy out of it. It suffocates any chance of contentment because you are just sucking the joy of the moment away. And actually, when you loosen that grip and you allow there to be a a little bit of room for change, you can just be happy that it's there now because we can only experience life in this moment. It doesn't matter if this moment is going to last five minutes or five hours or five years because we actually can only experience now anyway so letting go of what might happen in the future to be able to enjoy the present and it's easier said than done but it's that coming back isn't it of of re-remembering because these are all things that i'm sure you know anyway with the yoga with the yamas and the niyamas and the yoga sutras and everything i don't think there's very much in it where you're going to be like oh my god my mind is blown i'd never thought of that it's just more about the remembering stuff that we already knew because as you go through life and as you go through your day it's very easy to just get sucked along with your day and to forget these truths and these truths are are the way that you can enjoy your life. And another way that we can be possessive is that we can be really controlling about wanting to know how things are going to turn out. So a lot of the Bhagavad Gita, which actually isn't the Yoga Sutras, it's a different thing, but a lot of the Bhagavad Gita, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to the first episode because I'll tell you what the Bhagavad Gita is in 
there is about not attaching to results. So just working for the joy of working rather than what you can get out of it. So the so putting the work in without needing to get the fruit of that work. So having a relationship in the moment rather than thinking this is only a successful relationship if we stay together forever and ever and ever and this person never leaves me. Uh, enjoying a holiday thinking I have to be the most relaxed person ever and this I'm going to go back to work and if I go back to work and I haven't relaxed then I'm not going to get this for another year so I've got to enjoy every single second of it and having just letting yourself exist in the moment this happened with me a couple of years ago when it was Christmas and I was on holiday with my family and I had this really strong idea of what I thought it should be like so I had like spent all year, like not all year, quite a lot of the year. I do think about Christmas quite a lot. So I had planned it quite a lot, but it wasn't all year. And I'd planned we were going to have like hot chocolates with like, we were staying in a lodge and I wanted to go for winter walks and I wanted to make decorations. And I just had this like hallmark idea thing. And when we got there, everybody just wanted to eat Pringles and sit and watch the telly in their pajamas. And I was like, and I just had this outburst and I was like, I'm supposed to be enjoying Christmas, but nobody is letting me enjoy Christmas. <laughs> Nobody's doing Christmas the way that I want them to do Christmas. And my mom was like, but everyone is enjoying Christmas. The only person who's not enjoying Christmas is you. Like, get in your pajamas and eat Pringles. And I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> and I did. And actually, we did end up doing the other stuff as well. But the point is is that sometimes our idea and our possessiveness of, of how things should be stop us from being able to enjoy what's actually in front of us. So I hope you enjoyed that one. I'd love to hear your thoughts about it. Do get in touch. Bye. The Happy Yoga Podcast was brought to you by me, Joe Hutton. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and you're always welcome to join the community. So follow the link in the show notes if you want to be part of the community. Bye!